Okay, let's talk about candles for a minute. Do you know that almost 2 billion candles are sold globally each year and almost all of them are likely to end up in landfills for the next 1 million years? It's insane. That's why I think it's really cool that Notes candles exist. They're working to eliminate single-use candle vessels and give home fragrance lovers a more earth-friendly option. Notes has created a refillable candle system that allows you to use your candle vessel over and over again. It is super easy. The candles are made with fragranced wax beads, so all you do is place the wick in your reusable notes jar and fill it up with the wax beads and enjoy your fragrance for up to 36 hours. The Santal and Atlas Cedar scent is like this woodsy calming smell. It's so nice. And they have oat milk and balsam berry, vanilla and pepperwood, pistachio and rose water, and a total of 13 really great options to choose from. Be a responsible consumer while not giving up high quality home fragrance by making the switch to notes. You can build your custom starter kit right now at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Right now, notes is giving our friends 15% off and free shipping when you buy a notes starter kit using the code that sounds fun. Just use that code that sounds fun when you're placing your order. That's that sounds fun at notescandle.com slash that sounds fun. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm really happy to be here with you today. This is a special episode sharing a portion of the TSF Tour live shows from the past spring with you all. But before we dive into today's conversation, I want to share about one of our amazing partners, Athletic Greens. With one scoop of Athletic Greens mixed in a glass of really cold water, here is what your body will absorb. 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. Your subscription comes with a year's supply of vitamin D, which maybe we're getting while we're out in the sun this summer, but Maybe not, right? And their travel packs make it so convenient to take with you on all your summer adventures, your TSF best summer ever adventures. Athletic Greens is lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or anything artificial, while it's still tasting good. It's got this fresh green flavor, kind of like a green juice, but with a tropical kind of pineapple-y finish. Athletic Greens uses the best of the best products based on the latest science, with constant product iterations and third-party testing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially coming out of flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of cold water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sounds fun to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Okay, so like I said earlier, all month on the show, we are sharing part of two different live shows from the That Sounds Fun tour this past February and March. Today, you'll hear from Texas-born Christian music artist and amazing storyteller, Micah Tyler, first. And then after a quick break, you'll also hear part of my conversation with our dear friend, New York Times bestselling cookbook author and previous busmate on the Come to the Table tour, Danielle Walker. So let's jump into portions of my conversations from the That Sounds Fun live tour with Micah Tyler in Columbus and Daniel Walker in Sacramento. Will you please join me in welcoming our very special guest tonight, my friend Micah Tyler? Yes. Welcome. Well done. Ugh. I'm so glad you're here. Me too. Can we talk about the day we became friends? Because it's one of my favorite days. Are we, are we back, backstage at Momentum? Yes, we literally were in the same green room and he was like, Annie? And I was like, Micah, that's how the friendship started. <laughs> and then we were ready. Just like that. And it's like, let's do a podcast sometime. Literally. Bring a bunch of people. That's, <laughs> I may not have mentioned that part originally. That's okay. So, but I did say, please come be on a podcast. I think that's one of the interesting things about our job is we're kind of coworkers in different spaces, yeah. but we're never in the same place if we're at work. No, that's true. Yeah, it's kind of an individual job that we kind of have to do separately. But so when we get to kind of get together, it's like, uh, this, is just, this is just really funny. And you told me how far I was away from here in your email to invite me on because I don't know where anything is. <laughs> <laughs> like I live in Texas, so everything's far. Right. So right. you're like, yeah, you're going to be, we're doing a podcast in Ohio. Can you come down and do it? I was like, I don't know if I can or not. You're like, it's three hours away. And I was like, I guess I can. Because I was in Pittsburgh yesterday and I didn't know where that was in relation to where I'm at. Because in Texas, it's just everything's far. So that's. That is how hard I stalked Micah to be at this with us, is I was like, hi, I've already checked your calendar and you're actually clear. You're actually very available and you are in driving distance because you're out on tour right now. Yes. With... I'm wrapping up a tour with Mercy Me right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're not here. You don't have to do that. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just I also kidding. checked their calendar. They were not available. That, I, so, no, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I, 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 First I, calendar. It has been a long time of me assuming that someone has already checked with Mercy Me before they invite me to anywhere. No. So that's okay. This is uh, not the first time. That's not true about this podcast studio. You're very welcome here. Thank you for I'm having me. I'm sorry the plant in that corner is dying. It is. It's okay. It's on my side. Power move. Yeah. Interesting. That's good. Higher chair, dead plant. Yeah, You're exactly. figuring it out. No, sure. You're figuring it out. Will you tell me, so this is the real thing that's going to happen. Mike and I have been friends for six or eight months, yeah. but have not really sat down and gotten each other's stories. No. So I just would love to do that. Tell me how you got into, you, you are one of the Christian artists right now that actually everyone is listening to. Hmm. And so tell me how this even got started. I don't know. I don't, I, I, like, honestly, it's one of the weird things because it's, it's a... Uh, I was a late bloomer. I, I felt like I was called to youth ministry. I had a youth pastor make a huge impact on my life. Right after high school, I, I became a youth pastor at 18 at this little church wow. um, and, and started doing youth ministry. And our youth ministry started growing. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm having to like do an hour of preaching. I just started doing this. It's like, I need a time filler. Yeah. I should buy a guitar and one of the kids in the youth group will learn to play it. And, oh so, and so I, I spent a little pizza scratch on that, and, so, <laughs> and they didn't want to play it. And so oh I was like, oh, the, the deacons are going to be upset. So I went and got a VHS tape, uh, which is like a, it's like a, it's like a rectangle DVD. Uh -huh, so, uh, that's a great description. And it came with it a book, a which is like the internet you can hold. <laughs> and so, and so I, I, uh, 
But it was play the guitar overnight, which is also a lie because it took me three months. Are you telling me that before that you didn't know you could sing or play guitar? You had to know you could sing. You've lived with yourself. No, (laughs) I was there for most of it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I sang in like our our church cantata, like kids choir things. And like, but we didn't have a choir in our high school because we were too small of a school. Wow. And so it was just like necessity. Like I sang specials at church kind of thing. Like I sing the anchor holds every once in a while. Oh, listen. I know we said we weren't going to make you sing, but you didn't tell me you knew the anchor hole. Well, I, I did. This was a while back. but uh, Ooh, Yeah, you don't have to I do it. Have, no, just kidding. I, was, I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. I will forget all of I, I, I was doing a, a concert. A tear started. Was, a tear started. I did a concert last night, and I forgot my own lyrics. So I'm not going to try to recall <laughs> something from 25 years back. It's too much. Uh, and so I just, I literally, like, I, I remember... I remember I went and got the guitar and I just was like really focusing on like like three chords. And so I, I figured out, I figured I could play Open the Eyes of My Heart with three chords. So I yeah. remember going in there the first Wednesday on a, and I sat in the stool in the youth room and they looked at me and they're going like, what's they doing with the guitar? And I said, open the eyes of my heart, Lord. And they said, oh. <laughs> like, we're doing music now? I said, open the eyes of my heart. Right? And so the next week I came back in there, I felt a little more confident because yeah. they were pumped. So I was like, whooping the eyes <laughs> of my heart, Lord. And they're like, oh, we're doing that song again. Yeah. And then the third week comes in, I said, whooping the eyes. I was like, really going for it. <laughs> and they were like, can you play another one? And I said, I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I, this is the one. <laughs> so, so they're like, can you learn another one? I said, give me a couple months. <laughs> And so I did. So that's why, like, I just started learning songs. And then, like, I had uh, youth, <laughs> youth pastor friends of mine that would call me and say, like, hey, we heard that you're leading worship for your youth group. Can you come and lead worship, like, for, for our camp? And I was like, are you asking me to lead worship for your camp? And they're like, yeah. And I, they said, can you do it? And I said, yes. And they said, well, good, because we can't afford to bring in, like, a real band. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, so you're like, like, do your kids know Open the Eyes of My Heart? <laughs> yeah. we're going to be doing that every we're, night. We're going to get very familiar. <laughs> and so... So no, I would come in and like, I would just like, you know, lead worship for buddies and stuff. Oh and then it kind of turned into me like getting, I, like I was always just the cheap option. So I came in and did like youth camps and stuff. Started writing songs that went along with my sermons that I would preach. And then at 20- Wait, slow down. Started yeah. writing songs. Yeah. You're like, you know what? As long as I'm doing Open the Eyes of My Heart. Listen, no, they, I didn't say they were good songs. <laughs> that they, is, they, I mean, they, that's amazing though. That, tell me about that night or whenever when you went, I should try writing one. Well, it, it was, I, I would write like, like funny songs. Like I was yeah. doing a series on, we did a series called Movie Month. And so every, every Wednesday I would do like, unless this week is going to be an action story. So we did like, a, I did like a little screener for like an action film, but it was also a story from the Bible. And it was like, you know, David and Goliath or whatever. But one time we did a romantic comedy. And I did this, I did this story of, uh, of, of Jacob walking through the field and he sees uh, yeah. uh, Rachel and he yeah. wants to, you know. And so I, it was, the movie was called My, Na- uh, My Name is Jacob. And so I, I, preached the, I preached the first half of the sermon and had him read all the way up to where he runs across the field and he's weeping and he says, I have to marry you. And I said, close your Bibles. I'm going to sing you the song from the soundtrack. Brilliant. And so it was this very romantic, <laughs> it was a very romantic song. But it like turned. So it was like, a, you know, I walked through these fields and I saw your face so clear. And I walked up to you and I said, I have to tell you. I said, my name is Jacob and I must marry you. And then your daddy says, I can have your sister after seven years of marriage. And they're going like, what is, what is this? And I said, I work seven more. And, I, and they're going, what is happening? And then there was the romantic comedy part. And so... <laughs> So then I just started like writing like silly little fun things. And then I started writing like, okay, maybe I could write something that kind of, maybe is a little, a little more like affirming to like the scriptures. Wow. And so, 
And so I just started doing that. And then, uh, and, but like, honestly, it wasn't because like the Lord like qualified me to do this, but at 27, after doing nine years of youth ministry, been married for seven years, had two kids, like the Lord just changed um, what faithfulness looked like in our lives. And it was wow. youth ministry and it turned into like music, which was like, the Lord was lighting that up in me to be faithful to that. Wow. And so it wasn't because it was, um, we had a tour bus rolling up or a record deal or whatever. It was just the Lord was calling us to be faithful. Was that scary? Oh my gosh. I was, the, the, the person I was the most scared to talk to was my wife because I'm going like, hey, um, remember how we're poor already? <laughs> It gets worse. <laughs> I didn't want to go. Like, it's just hard. Because she was a school teacher, so we were living a lavish life as a, an elementary school teacher and a youth pastor, right. as you can imagine. I was like, can I be unemployed now? Um, but she came to me, and she goes, um, do you feel like the Lord's shifting something in, in what we're supposed to be doing? Because wow. at the end of the day, I had someone tell me this one time, um, and it stuck with me ever since. He said, "The Lord, you'll never stand before the Lord and him say, well done, that good and successful teacher, uh, successful musician, successful right. podcaster. Right. It's faithful servant. Right. So our job is not to be successful at a job, it's to be faithful in our service to the Lord. And so... Do you hear them? And they listen. Yes, they are yeah. with you. Am I supposed to talk to you? or, or can I, I, I keep feeling like I'm ignoring everyone, but then I do this and I feel like you're looking at me. So I don't know. You tell me, is there a, I just want to serve well. <laughs> let me tell you, if you're a podcast, let me give you a tip. Just keep waiting and they keep going like that. <laughs> and you get the good stuff. Either one, really. Okay. I mean, they, they do not feel ignored if you look at me, right? Okay. And I do not feel ignored if you look at them. We're very good friends, them and I. And no, yeah, so we're, we're, you're with us. Okay, awesome. Look so, but, but, uh, so the, so, and I'm not just like, so, so the, <laughs> Jesus. So, so the, really the, but it was like, it was like the Lord was just like turning our hearts to what faithfulness looks. So we ended up, um, talking to the church. They're amazing. We put in a six month notice. They can find another youth pastor as I'm kind of transitioning six out. That's yeah. Really there was very kind. So we, we, I kept working as a youth pastor, but I was also doing I'm saying some. That's generous of you to give a church six oh, months. Oh, well, I mean, the, the, it was also kind of nice for us too, because I was like, can I do, work some other jobs as well, but I'll stay here and keep, yeah. so I just had to like pick up some extra stuff. Yeah. So we ended up selling over half of what we owned, um, bought a single wide mobile home trailer, put it on some borrowed land. I started doing some odd jobs. I was a, a substitute teacher at an elementary school and I, I drove a sausage delivery truck, which is a real job. I <laughs> did not know that was How do thing. you think you get your sausage? <laughs> You know what? I've never really thought it enough. These guys like me. Thank you. Sweating at four in the morning. I didn't know to thank you for my yeah. sausage delivery. You, know, you do what you can. It's, a, it's not like a paper route. Like some people think I was kind of just like, wow. And just like, <laughs> like they don't have a. That is what I picture. There's, like not, a a, swan there's not a determined cubicle for me to toss things into, a receptacle of sorts. If I put one outside, would a sausage truck drive by? That's the sausage fairy's job. That's not okay. my, <laughs> <laughs> it, feels, it feels like you're laying a fleece set. I don't right, know, right, right. Well, way scriptural. Right. So, so no, so we started doing it. So I just was doing like youth camps and, and really honestly, it was like I told the Lord, I was like, I, you've not trained me how to do the job, but you've called me to be faithful. So if you will give me something to be faithful to, I'll be faithful to the things you put in front of me, which okay. has been one of the things we've learned the most is that like really like well, it's, it's, I can't be faithful to tomorrow. I can't say, well, God, if you'll give me all these things, I'll be faithful to that if he's putting things in front of me today. And I can't be faithful to, the, to commitments I made yesterday. I, because I married my wife 18 years ago, it doesn't mean that I am committed today. Like that was a commitment I made 18 years ago, but I have to choose to be faithful today yeah. to that commitment. Yeah. 
And so we just started saying, like, Lord, put things in front of us to be faithful to. And so we did. And that was, um, that was 11 years ago in January. And so through a lot of, I mean, the, the, the weird story, I guess, that kind of moved me into, like, a record deal is I, I kind of had some songs playing on local Christian radio in our little small town in southeast Texas. And I started becoming the local opener. And so they were like, hey, yeah. this guy can play guitar and sing at the same time. We should let him right. open for when a band comes to town. Yeah. So Phil Wickham comes to town, and, and they asked me if I'd open for Phil. And I, I, I opened, and he was so kind to me. He's very nice to me. He said, so hey, I want kind. you to come do a thing with me later. Nine months later, I end up doing a, am I talking too much? I feel like no. I'm not letting you do anything right now. No, you're doing exactly what we want. Okay. And so, I, so yeah, I, I, uh, right. I know. <laughs> I, I know. know. Do that. <laughs> Just trying do to what you figure want. it out. Yeah. So, so I ended up, oh, they asked me if I'd open up for Phil in Tyler, Texas. And I was like, I've never been to Tyler, Texas. Yeah. This would be great because Tyler's very big. Texas is very big. So I had to. So I, I mean, go, when they call on that day, are you thinking to yourself, God's opening a door? Are you thinking what's happening? Are you like, Oh, this is the thing we moved into a single wide. Oh, like, is it, this the moment? It's all mystery. Like, there's wow. no defined path. I mean, there's not a book that you just like, here is exactly how you, you know, start playing music that gets played on right. stations. It's just like, honestly, we were just kind of like, what's today? Okay, we're going to do this thing. Gosh. So we got invited to go to Tyler. And so I show up and the short story is Phil was playing a show in Pittsburgh the night before. So he was supposed to go from Pittsburgh, to Chicago, Chicago to Dallas, Dallas to Tyler on airplanes. Flight messed up in Pittsburgh, got delayed, got here. Then the man mechanical issue this plane. So he comes to land in, in DFW airport in Dallas, and a storm cloud is sitting on it. They circled it, and they landed in Oklahoma City, which is not Tyler, Texas. <laughs> You're like, give the man a parachute. I'm supposed to do a show. I found out 15 minutes before that I had to do a sold-out Phil Wickham show no, sir. without Phil Wickham. You're lying. Like, you which, are lying to we, me. No, this is the real thing. Trust me. And listen, so it gets better because then they announced me. So they didn't tell anyone. So people are literally going, Phil, 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 Phil. I'm going, no, 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 no. no. It's just me. And so the, the, the MC go, turns to me and goes, this is going to be hard. Let's do this together. I said, I've got a confidant now. We walk out together. And he starts stalling. I'm going like, Phil's literally four hours away. I right. can't. The church just asked me, they said, can you just play as long as you can? I said, okay. okay. It's like, you know, sure. Open the- <laughs> <laughs> Boy, do I got a throwback for you. Yeah, speaking of, what year is this that this is happening? This is in 2015. Okay, this so is that is not that long ago. ago. This is not that long ago. Yeah. So I go out there, he starts talking, and then this is how he does it, which is my favorite. He just goes, uh, and one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. Phil Wickham's not coming tonight, but will you please help me welcome the Michael Taylor Band? <gasps> that is not your name. And I'm not a band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so I just walk up to the microphone, and everyone's going, what? And I just walked up, and I said, oh, three things. One, my name is not Michael Taylor. It's, it's Micah Tyler. I am so sorry. <laughs> I said, number two, also sorry, I'm by myself. I'm not a band. And number three, I just decided to start a cover band called Will Fickham. <laughs> I did. So, and they laughed. And I was like, the Lord's still here. I, Andy, I'm not kidding. I played every song I knew. I'm, I'm, and I'm telling stories. I'm laughing. I'm crying. We are going through in a full-blown experience. It's a journey. Y'all are on a journey together. Just trying not to melt together. down. And, when it was, and it was one of my favorite nights I've ever had. Really? Like the Lord was so gracious and kind and the Holy Spirit was there is wonderful as wonderful you know with as it could have been 
And so, but like even afterwards, like I'm, <laughs> I never had a line at a merch table before, and I'm out there, and this girl comes up and she goes, uh, "It's my it's my birthday today." I was like, "Oh my gosh, do you want a CD?" And she's, "Oh yeah, thank you so much." I said, "Where are you guys from?" I'm signing her CD. She goes, "We're from Mississippi. We drove 16 hours to see Phil." <laughs> and I said, you want a shirt? <laughs> like, I don't know. I'll give you two things from the merch Like, I started table. feeling good about myself, then I realized you're not here. You're not the person, the reason the people are here. <laughs> so, so then I get a call the next day from Phil's road manager, just asked me what I did. I said, I don't know. I just did my best. And now Phil Wickham's manager became my manager. Yes. And then Phil Wickham's record label became my record label. Yes. And then that's it. And so, that so is- I got a record deal because Phil Wickham didn't show up to a show. <laughs> That's how it happened. And so. That is unbelievable. Yeah. So it was just, but I had a choice because they turned to me and they said, we can cancel the show if you want to, or, or you would really help us out if you played. And I realized that day being faithful, yes. meant walking out there as scared as could be. And Michael Taylor just did his best. <laughs> <laughs> just, Michael Taylor, you go boy. I just served That's what you got to say. Could. If it went bad, that was going to be my, my stage name for that night. Yeah, that Michael Taylor guy really, sure. He's up really blew but it. Micah Tyler, Micah Tyler, the best. Still got it. Me and the band going <laughs> Still out. Still got it. <laughs> I mean, the opening and closing of Doors by God feels like what I know of your life, like such a theme of paying attention yeah. to that. I, I tell young artists all the time, and I think it applies to all of us here, but you learn so much more from closed doors. And you have to be grateful because there's protection in that. Like the Lord yes. closed that door for yes. you. Yes. Just like he, oh, he's a gentleman. He will open doors for you to come through or he closed them because when a, when a door is closed on you, then you say, and here's the deal. There is a lot more to that story than just like waiting around, playing for Phil, get a record deal and go out and stuff. But we, because we got turned down by other record labels before that. And sure. there's all kinds of just hurting, holding on and all the things that went along with it and stuff. But when you have a closed door in front of you, you ask a lot of questions you ask God, like, okay, why, why, what happened here? And you assess things. You think about things. Yeah. But, but what I learned is that <clears throat> the Lord sometimes allows us to go through things that carve things out in us so that he can fill them up with more things. There's things that are pulled out of us, things that we go through and trials that we may go through so that whenever we, because I'm just telling you, when I got a record deal at 33 years old, it meant way, way more to me than it would have at 23. Yes. Whenever the show goes well, when Phil Wickham doesn't show up, it means more to me because I've been a part of bad shows before yeah, and right. I've gone through things that have happened. So, so sometimes we go through hurts, like we just built a house and, and we, we moved in before the pandemic. We lived in that yeah. mobile home for nine years, Andy. We just moved out like and two years ago. And with how many ago. kids? We have three kids. Yes. We have, we had, you moved out in 2020. We, a week before the pandemic, we built a house. Moved in. We spent six months, my wife and I, just walking around crying. My youngest son, he never had a room before. He was our nomad, so he came in late. So he was, yeah. we, had a, we had enough bedrooms for everybody. We moved into the mobile home, and then Seth comes along, and he is just As the nomad. He, he sleeps does. here, he sleeps yeah. over there. He just, where's Seth? He's in the drawer. He's just wherever he's at. <laughs> but it's a very small space, so it's easy to get him. <laughs> like, right. It doesn't take too long to find him. He has his own room, and he would just walk in there and just go, this is mine. And we just, we, we just wept over and over again. But I wouldn't have had that if we didn't not have it. You know, so. I mean, you, you were out on major tours. Yeah. You were having major songs on the radio. Yeah. Still living in that <laughs> single wide. Uh, so I had a song called Never Been a Moment, my first radio single. It makes me fall apart. Come on. It is so well, good. <clears throat> when, it, when it came out, I was on my first tour. I was out with Phil Wickham. He invited me on my first tour on a bus. 
Go He's to like, Phil. I promise I'll show up every time. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I knew he was there because I saw him in his bunk. <laughs> I, like, I, just, I just kept an eye on him the whole time. Right. Like, hey, you're you're gonna stay you're here, like, right? I need you to do find my you're, friends with me. Share your like, location. You're, 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 hold my hand. Yeah, hold my <laughs> hand. You and Michael are going around places, and so. So we went, and I remember I couldn't afford to fly home in between shows. So you go on a bus, you do shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then you go home Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, I couldn't afford it because we were we were struggling. It was hard, and so because the bus <clears> goes <throat> to a city, right? So yeah. So the bus will go back to Nashville. Like our bus will go back to Nashville Sunday. Anybody who doesn't live in Nashville right. can fly home and see their family, and then fly back and meet us at the bus. Or, and we we're on the West Coast, so right. we we're in California. So I couldn't afford to fly there, right. and I had to fly back. And I was like, I'm just gonna, so I I decided I was going to just stay on the bus. Well, I, I told them, and I think they forgot. So I woke up, and they turned the bus off. Which, and then I was too embarrassed to ask, how do you turn the bus back on? And so I was just sweaty. For days. Because <laughs> I was there for three days. And so, which is like, it's kind of homeless. Yeah, but for sure. I've been meaning to tell you that's a kind of homeless thing kinda to do. Hom- it's yeah. kind of homeless. But it's kind of homeless. And so... <laughs> So I remember, though, I, I woke up on a Monday morning um, in the bus. And I was sweaty, and my phone was going nuts. I looked at it, and everybody keeps going, congratulations, this is a big deal. And I was going, what's happening? I look, and never been a moment had just hit number 20 on the charts. So I had yeah. a top 20 song, and it's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is amazing. And they're going like, you did it. You made it. This is, this is what you've been working for. Then my wife calls me, and I'm like, how did she know already? I was going to surprise her. And I said, hello. And she said, what are you doing right now? And I said, I'm just sitting here on this bus. And she said, don't spend anything. And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, we have 83 cents. And I said, where? <laughs> she, said, she said, just everywhere. ever, everywhere, Every- everywhere. 83 cents. And I was like, did you check the couch? But she was like, she, but. Can we get that up to a dollar? Yeah. I was like, let me just, like the kids, there's a, there's a somewhere. So I was in California. I had, a, I had $20 in my pocket for merch that I had kept, but I had to keep the rest of the money to go towards merch for the next week. Yes. So I walked to a food line. I bought ham, cheese, and bread. I went back on. And so I remember sitting there that afternoon and I'm sweating and I'm eating a ham and cheese sandwich. And I said, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was, that was five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. Think about where you were five years ago. That is not a long time. No. But the Lord was faithful that day. I got a ham cheese sandwich. I and had a roof over song. my head. Yes. Kind of homeless, but not all the way. Big difference. Wow. So. I mean, that is, I, I think that's a thing our friends maybe don't know is that even a number 20 song isn't going to change your life today by congratulating you. No. And you're going to win new artist of the year 15 years into your career. Yeah, yeah. I'm right. the new guy, and I'm also like, you know, my knees are bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of like, you know, it's, it's, there's a weird juxtaposition in the whole yeah. thing. It's like a, hello, fellow new artist. Yeah. The, and they're just like graduating college. Age. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, I remember when I was your age. <laughs> I was born in the 1900s. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of my favorite questions to ask that I would love to hear your answer to that ham and cheese sandwich day. What do you know about God today that you didn't know that day? Let, let me say, let me say this. One thing that Jesus has taught me over and over again is that he wants me to know him fully. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what that means is like on that day, I remember saying, God, I need you to be um, provider. Yeah. Like I need you to be provider today. Heads up. We did not have any more cents flying to the bank account. Okay. I didn't eat steak but I learned that he was sustainer that day. Wow. And it was very kind of him because yes. I got to know him in, a, in more ways than what I asked for. 
And then another time, I did get to know him as provider. And then, I, and then there was times where, like, we went through Hurricane Harvey back in 2017, and I remember our, our, we lived in the mobile home. Are y'all in, in Houston? We're in Buna, Texas, which is like an unincorporated township uh, north of Beaumont. So we're southeast Texas. We're like two hours from Houston. That helps. But, that last part. Yeah. Two so, hours from Houston. Got it. Two hours from Houston. But we, we uh, had over 40 inches of rain during Hurricane Harvey in just like two days. And now, now one of the advantages of living three feet off the ground <laughs> is, that, is, is that the water is, is, it, it goes underneath. Problem is... <laughs> is that it swept our foundation. And so all of a sudden the little house just kind of sort of bending and turning. And so we ended up having to replace four rooms in that house. And I remember asking God, like, God, I need you to be protector on this day, hold our house together. And on that day, it felt like everything was okay. But then as the, as the wall started sinking and the floor started moving uh. and things started going down and stuff, I was like, I, I, we asked you to be protector. But then he was provider because we got to put it back together. Right. I had a brother who, who six weeks after the hurricane um, was diagnosed with stage four colon cancer. Gave him two years to live. Cancer spread all over his body. And I said, I need you to be healer. And every time I we went to the doctor, it was worse. But I got to know him as comforter in that season. Peace giver. Like, and I realized that he doesn't just make promises. Like, he really keeps them because he draws near the brokenhearted. And there were those days where I needed that promise to come in. Just to kind of button that whole thing up. So Daniel actually went through chemo for all these months. And they went in for an exploratory surgery to see how much was left. They're gonna remove some things if they could and they just hope for the best. And when they got in there, the cancer was gone. Uh-uh. No, it really was. And, and like, I mean, it, like for real, like the medical board, when they met about him later, they, they said, hey, we, he went through this chemo treatment. It was like this really, really vicious chemo, like very, very aggressive, very hard on his body. When they went in, they said, look, you will never be able to have children again. It's gonna just, t- we're scared that you're gonna lose body parts possibly. Like it's pretty heavy stuff. Went to the medical board, and they said, we don't know how to describe this, but this young man, he's supposed to live two years. We found zero cancer. We scanned his body. There's nothing left. And they said, that is amazing. How many fingers and toes does he have left? And they said, all, like, all of them. They're all wow. still there. And then six months later, his wife was pregnant with my niece. Uh-uh. And so what, what I want you to know is that God's promise to be healer would have happened one way or another. That's right. And we believed it. We believed that he was going to heal him here on this earth, or he would go to a place where cancer would never touch him ever again. And we believe that fully. So sometimes the promises don't even come in the way that we like, God, here's how I'd like to angle this promise from me yeah. this day. But he's still fully all these things. Yeah. So one thing I didn't know with the ham and cheese sandwich is that that day when I asked him to be provider, I was going to learn who he was provider at a later time. But that day I got to know him as comforter and as yeah. peace giver. And he yeah. was just very kind to me that day. Yeah. So. Thank it's a very long answer for a short question. No, I love it. Okay. In fact, we, we send an email on Fridays. It's called the AFD Week in Review. And we tell people who are interviewing and they can submit questions. Yeah. And the number one thing people want to know about was Daniel. Yeah. He's and great. So, he, so the cancer did come back during the pandemic, but they removed it. He's had four clean scans since then. They think he's like he's doing great yeah. right now. He goes back for his, but he's... He's awesome. And my little niece, Ava, uh, just turned uh, two a couple weeks ago. So and I think we've awesome. got to tell those stories because there's always a like, ooh, do I tell because that person's person may not have gotten healed or, you know, yeah. in the way. But we overcome the enemy yeah. by I the blood hate, of the lamb and the word of our testimony. I hate talking about cancer. Yeah. I really do. But I learned a lot when I started sharing my story about that. And about hurricanes, I don't, why would we want to relive the things that hurt us the most? Yeah, right. But what I learned is that I'm hurt makes us feel very alone. It makes us yes. feel like we're the only one feeling that thing. But what I learned is the more that I tell my story, the more people I find out that they understands how I feel. And maybe they're in front of that season. They're about to go through that season. They're in the thick of it right then. Yeah. And so the gospel does this amazing thing 
where it meets us where we are, but it also brings us to where someone else's are is going to be. And so we get to be a part of that moment and stuff with them. Yes. So sometimes you're ahead of it, sometimes you're behind it, sometimes you're in the thick of it, but there's always somebody out there. So as much as I don't like talking about it, I, I love seeing how the Lord weaves our stories together. And so I talk about it from stage because I want someone to hear that, man, God is, God is who he says he is. He's not just a promise maker, but like he yeah. actually keeps the promises of what he says that he is. Yeah. What is the big dream? Like, when will you know you made it? Or when will it like be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm getting to do this. What's the big one? <laughs> you know what? I mean, honestly, we, we my, all three kids love Jesus, get married. Yeah. And like, not, not, not get married, but like just they, they move on in their lives and they are, they are satisfied in the Lord. Yeah. That's the, that's that's the big dream. Yeah. That's where it's like, we did it. Casey. Yeah. Like we, we, we produced three humans that... <laughs> That, that are known. One of them lived in a drawer. One of them was a drawer baby. <laughs> <laughs> the old drawer baby, yeah. The yeah. old drawer baby. But they ended up walking in, and they're walking in the Lord's presence. They yeah. know who God is. They love him. So that is the most successful thing that I could think of. I think you're right. Yeah. That's really beautiful. I mean, it'd be cool to play the Super Bowl. Okay, that's what I was here for. That's what I was here for. I'm qu quarterback, not, not music. Oh, got <laughs> okay. it. Quarterback. Still, still quarterback. Waiting. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about one of our incredible partners, Brooklinen. Y'all know I love a good morning routine. There's a lot of great things you can incorporate reading and journaling, a nice cup of tea in your Chai Day Friday mug, a walk in your neighborhood. Personally, I like getting a head start on starting the day off right with an amazing night's rest on my Brooklinen bedding. Brooklinen, home of the internet's favorite sheets, got its start in 2014 to give customers luxury hotel-level home essentials that don't break the bank. They offer everything from snuggly sheets to cozy towels and robes, work robe alert, loungewear, accessories, and much more. By working directly with suppliers, Brooklinen cuts out the markups and passes those savings right on to their customers. So you get their incredible products at a reasonable cost. You can also take Brooklinen's signature softness outside of your house with their loungewear collection, featuring the actual softest tees and joggers I have ever put on my body. And that I seriously consider not taking off, you guys. They've got tanks, sweatshirts, and other essential basics, too. You can use the promo code that sounds fun anytime for $20 off of your purchase of $100 or more at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code that sounds fun for $20 off your purchase today at Brooklinen, the curators of comfort. And I've got one more amazing partner to tell you about, ZocDoc. Finding and booking a doctor who's right for you just doesn't have to be a terrible experience. Will they take your insurance, understand your needs, or be available when you can see them? With ZocDoc, the answer can be a refreshingly pain-free yes. ZocDoc is a free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, takes your insurance, and are available when you need them. You can read up on local doctors, get verified patient reviews, and see what other real humans had to say about their visit. No more relying on personal records recommendations that might not actually fit what you need. So when you walk into that doctor's office, you're set up to see someone in your network who gets you. So go to ZocDoc.com, choose a time slot, and whether you want to see the doctor in person or do a video visit. And just like that, you're booked. Find a doctor who is right for you and book an appointment that works for your schedule. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc, and I'm one of them. It is my go-to whenever I need to find a doctor. In the chaotic world of healthcare, let ZocDoc be your trusted guide to find a quality doctor in a way that is surprisingly pain-free. 
And you know, this is my favorite part. Get your docs in a row. Get your docs in a row, everybody. So go to ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun and download the ZocDoc app for free and then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com slash that sounds fun. ZocDoc.com slash that sounds fun. And now back to our conversation with Micah. Okay, so we do have to talk about this for a minute. Yeah. So we're talking five years ago. Yeah. You're on a bus that is turned off, which it has to be 912 degrees. Sweating and with no a ham offense sandwich. to you, but the smell when those people got back, not interested. I, you know, warm ham sandwich is not necessarily a candle. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. It's a- That's what I'm here for. <laughs> and now, last night or night before last, you last do an night. event with Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Who's yeah. like a huge fan of yours. <laughs> he's just huge. He's yeah, he's, he's just huge at everything he does. Yeah. yeah. No, so uh, I met him about three years ago. He came to a Mercy Me show. Um, we have a mutual friend that he's in a small group with. And so they asked me if he can get tickets for the show. And I was like, I'm not going to say no to them. No. And so I got him tickets and stuff. So they came to the show. I got to meet him afterwards. He's very kind. He's like one of the most successful quarterbacks ever. Like he really holds yes. like all kinds of records. And so what do you give to a person who's going to be in the Hall of Fame? A free T-shirt. <laughs> So that's, I was like, you want a shirt? And right. I gave him a shirt. This dude has the shirt in his closet for a couple of years. No one knew this at the time, but this, so training camps when you go and you start working on the new season of football. So when he reports that day, all of a sudden my phone goes nuts and I'm being sent all of these sports articles, these ESPN articles and stuff. I'm going, what is happening right now? Did I get drafted? Because um, I've been <laughs> Thank waiting. you that that's the first thing you've asked. <laughs> I was like, please, Jesus. This is, I'm like, I got to lift something. <laughs> Uh, I'm not ready for training camp. But but Ben is wearing this T-shirt that says different. And everyone thinks it's this, like, message. Like, he's like, it's about to get different. Or I want to be on a different team. Or, like, it's like, so, like, all this, like, stuff is Everyone's swirling around. Everyone's trying to figure out. And the chaplain for the Pittsburgh Steelers goes, that is a song by Micah Tyler. The MT at the bottom does not stand for Montana. Like, that's yeah. him. And so all of a sudden, I, my name appears on ESPN, which was an actual bucket list for me. I was like, right. I'll take it. I didn't, I didn't throw a pass for it, but right. I, I, I gave a shirt, a shirt away. Yeah, I, that's I, right. Yeah. So all of a sudden, he reaches back out to me. He goes, well, today's been crazy. I was like, yeah, well, for one of us more than the other, He probably. reaches back out to me. Did y'all do numbers? Got it. Got it. Got it. Don't say. Don't say. Keep it to yourself. I don't want to. It's whatever. Like, you know, it's fine. I, I ignore him most of the time. Uh, <laughs> I wish he wouldn't text so much. Text don't so be much. so thirsty. He's like, I got things to do. <laughs> and so, uh, so he ends up coming, and uh, like he just he said, "Dude, this is crazy." I said, "Yeah, it's crazy." And I said, "You're like, we're about to get rid of that shirt." I said, "Well, now I got to make more of yeah, these." Print. And I was like, "What if we like found like an organization we could partner with, and like, what if we turn this into something cool?" Because these are flying off my merch store, my, my online store. These like green and white, little different shirts. And I was like, "What if we like do a black and gold one, do Steelers colors?" Well, and, and like, is there a Pittsburgh charity? So we looked it up, and there's this charity that for 70 years has been serving the homeless of Pittsburgh. We found out how much a meal costs to feed someone. And I was like, how about this? How about every shirt we sell, I'll do a meal if you'll match it. He said, I love it. So we started doing these shirts, and, uh, and people like, just started showing up in a crazy way. Last night, we did a show in Pittsburgh at the hockey arena, and I bring him up on stage during the show and stuff. And I was like, hey, we got 500 shirts left. I'll do two meals if you do two meals. He says, yes. They bought the shirts. So we ended up providing almost 11,000 meals 
It, but like, That's incredible. I, it's, it's my favorite thing because I got to go and visit this place yesterday. I served lunch yesterday, and they were like, 100,000 meals will leave this kitchen this, this next year. And I was going, we did 10% of their meals yes. this year. And like, yes. I'm, I'm just telling Annie, honestly, like, I, I, don't, I don't sing songs for a living. Like, that's not what I want. That's, that's what it looks like I do for a living. But honestly, like, I'd be a bad dad if I decided to tell my kids, like, hey, I'm going to miss your basketball game because I'm going to go sing songs where people are going to cheer for me and I may sell them a T-shirt. Yes. Like, that's not that's why I, I don't, I never want to leave my house for that reason. But the right. gospel changed my life when I was 10. And I want the gospel to change someone else's life and remind them how the gospel can change them so they can go out and make a difference. So I'll keep doing that. And so when we get to do stuff like this, it doesn't feel like a concert. It doesn't feel like selling merchandise. It felt like, man, we got to actually feed people for like a year. Like it was, so it was just, it was very special to me. But yeah, that was, that was last night. It was wild. That's how I knew where you were. That's right. (laughs) I I mean, that is, are y'all seeing this like timeline? It's just incredible what you have allowed God to do with your life. I find that whenever I try uh, to do things with my life, <laughs> I I'd, I'd quickly have to turn and say, I would like to allow you to get back in here <laughs> right now. Like right. I, 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 I tag you in because I, that's the thing. Every time that I try to put my hands on something and control something and, and whatever, I just find that like my hands are very finite. My hands are only yeah. going to be able to do so many things right here. It's just such a comfort to know that we have uh, someone who is, who not only knows the depths of who we are right now, but knows how we've been crafted the whole time yes. and, and what's coming next. And so yes. if it wasn't for, you know, all the different things that have happened, it, I wouldn't be sitting here on the couch hanging out with you right now. So It's just incredible. It's very, it's very kind of Jesus. It is very kind of Jesus. Yeah. It, I think a lot. I'm the least important and the least contributing factor here. <laughs> Uh, right? All, all the time. Right, I'd right. Say, I was gonna step, step I'm just on back. lucky to be here. Like, yeah. like you, I've lived in my body every day. So I've been there for yeah. all the sins. Yeah. I haven't missed one. Uh, I would yeah. love to skip a few. I haven't <laughs> missed any of them. Totally. I've been there for all yeah. of them. So I know who I am. Yeah. And, and the idea that the Lord uses any of us in gas stations or on stages or anywhere in between. And Well, I mean, and I'm going through scripture and I'm going to read the Bible this year and I'm going through. The Old Testament is a is a wreck. Yeah, it's a real thing. And listen, speaking of Jacob, that guy, he's the worst. <laughs> he's the worst. He grabbed a heel on the way out and it just got worse. Right, right, right. He just kept going. And yeah. this, but if it wasn't for Jacob, and then it gets to Jesus. Yes. So we get Jesus from this broken, awful, war-filled, horrible line. And then all of a sudden, there's Jesus right there. And then Everything feels worth it. Everything feels like it's just, if it wasn't for this need of a Savior to come, he would not have been there. And then if it wasn't for all of the ways that they had to toil and figure out and sacrifice and hurt and wait and all these things, then when Jesus comes, there wouldn't be this groaning that the earth had for him to show up and save all of it. But then he does, and then everyone just goes... Oh my gosh, this is the one, this is the last sacrifice. He did it for us all. So now we get to sit here in a very beautiful church. This church is so nice. It's Andy. gorgeous. When I got here, I was like, I'm not dressed. I gotta go to Pennies. <laughs> I gotta pick up a pennies. jacket. I because, was like, can I live here? Because <laughs> every like, piece of furniture is nicer than anything that's at downstairs. Yeah, I don't know who did this place, but I need them to come to my living room immediately. Yes. But, for real. But but we get to hang out here together yeah. and celebrate just that, that we get to know Jesus. We yes. never got to walk alongside of him physically, but we get to walk alongside of him now as just this 
this constant, beautiful, unbelievable, kind friend. Man, what's that verse? It, it makes me cry every time. Uh, even though you don't see him, you love him. Oh. You haven't seen him, you love him. And, if you, and even though you don't see him now, you're filled with an inexpressible joy. I, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a yeah. ransom for many. I've just been thinking about this so much lately. Because it's like, if our life is just about being served, that is a very... We're just waiting for everyone else to do something for us, but instead we have this opportunity to, to model ourselves after Christ yeah. who laid down every single royalty to be born in the lowest of lows and walk along the streets of dirt to be able to bring the hope of everything. Yes. And we get to partner with that. Yes. That's joy. That's the, yeah. that's the thing. So, that's the thing. Yeah. Okay, where can we find you this year? What's, is the music coming out, tour coming? Okay, so I'm actually coming back to Columbus in April. Okay? Oh. Yeah. See you there. This I'm I'm doing I'm doing a headlining tour. Um, I'm Excuse. I, I, listen, I don't want. What's it like? I, you tell me. You yeah, know, fair. I it will be way less than the. It's gonna just <laughs> no. be like it's just me with a megaphone just screaming out on the block. No, we're we're gonna be going on April 10th. We're coming back to okay. Columbus, but we're doing. A, it's my first time to do like a a full blown like headlining tour. Like we're kind of doing our thing. Will you do so. like at some point in the show? Will you do a Where Are My That Sounds Fun Friends? I, a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, then y'all got to show up on I'm April 10th. I'm going to be 10th. looking for somebody's face out there, okay? Yes, so like I, yes. I'll be looking for those, those sweet tote bags, too. Yes. <laughs> Bring your tote. Fill it with some merch when you get there. That's right. Um, okay, and so April 10th is when we, you can April come 10th, here we can to, to Columbus. Columbus. Yeah, we're going to be touring kind of around places that let's come play right. for a, a few months and hanging out, doing the thing. I mean, but, you are just so, your music is so good, and that, so that makes it easy, but cheering for you is so easy. Oh, it is so easy. At the end of the day, I'm trying to point towards, you know, like I, I tell people all the time, like you may not like the melody, you may not like the voices, like, like my voice or whatever, but at the end of the day, man, we can all cheer for the gospel yeah. because it saved us and we want to point other people toward it. So we try to create nights where people come in and they either are reminded of their need for the gospel for the first time, reminded for their need for the gospel again, or reminded to take the gospel out to the people who need it. Yeah. So it's like we're just constantly trying to push That's the good. gospel forward and forward and forward. Yeah. So. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Murder. <laughs> Wait with me. No, listen. My wife and I, that was our quarantine hobby. We started Murder? doing that. No. We got, I don't think stay, you want to say Now we're stay, all culpable. Stay with me. I don't want to. We are solving murders. We've been solving. <laughs> we've been getting those kits where you solve the murders. I don't want to brag, but I have, I have uh, found 30 uh, hypothetical criminals in the last year and a half. Wait, you can buy Blocked a kit? Them up. <laughs> I, listen, the firm hand of the law lives inside of my house. <laughs> no, you order it like you order a case file. It's like and a you game? Go, and my wife and I, we put the kids to bed, and then we start sleuthing. <laughs> I just, I'm just, if there's a murderer here, I will, I will find you. <laughs> I will. I will. I, when I get that file, man, can you can you give you, me a dossier and you are you are gonna see the <laughs> other dossier. side of some bars soon? I a promise. Dossier. <laughs> you, that you was a Carmen San Diego reference. That was, was, listen, that's not in the file. How many times did she end up in Abu Dhabi and, oh, and then just, you get off the plane and there's nobody there except a carpet and you're like, just, wrong oh, city. City, I missed the wrong one. Wrong so that's, city. That's, but, but when you're with the cold case crackers, that's what we call ourselves. Okay. <laughs> it's like a. <laughs> it's like. Well, you, you get with us. You call us out. You will, you will find a murderer. 
<laughs> you can't get away from that. But that was that. How but, do you order them? Amazon? You, yeah, Amazon has them, but they have like, there's like a hunt to killer. There's like all these different little places you can get them. But like, we get these little case files, put the kids in bed, and we, we're like, <laughs> we, we bought a cork board and like thumbtacks. <laughs> <laughs> like we got, like there's yarn going places. Yeah. We got yarn, and we just—it's kind of like this guy right here. Yeah. If you read this article, he says at the fair, but the fair got canceled. It's on the back of the newspaper article. <laughs> there's no way, Annie. <laughs> I, I, I listen. They, I, our nights are full of hunches. Yeah. A lot of hunches at our house. You got you, you never we, you, you got to follow a lead. That's we're, right. You got to follow well, a lead. I mean, honestly, you're all welcome. <laughs> Just even though there's no murder. You guys, don't you love Micah Tyler? Oh my gracious! Listen, listen to all of his music. Go to all of his live tours. He's just the best. He's the best. Follow him on socials, all the things. Gosh, I love Micah Tyler. Okay, here is part of my conversation now with my dear friend, one of my best friends, New York Times bestselling cookbook author, Danielle Walker. Please join me in welcoming tonight's guest, Danielle Walker. Yes, 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 yes. Um, hi, welcome hi. to Stockton. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. You know, I was, well, I actually know. I was not here last weekend. My husband was, I was watching on Game Changer. Wait, what is Game Changer? A baseball app, if anybody's a baseball parent. Uh, we had an, a 7A. Wait, there's an app to, oh yeah, see, there's a few. Uh, Wait, yeah. for seven-year-olds, you can watch he's their not, baseball on TV? Well, he's 11. Oh but, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, they had a 7 a.m. arrival time, that and it's like seven. an hour and 20-minute drive, and so I was like, bye, I'm going to stay home and sleep with the kids, the little. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But they were here for two full days in Stockton. I uh, went to the championship and then came home. How did it go? They lost the last game, but that's, that's okay. Tough. You know, they got, yeah. Danielle's oldest son, Asher, is for me, my like, what's the word? The person you want to win over the most that doesn't care about you? What's that word? <laughs> Whatever that word is, that's who Asher is to me. I'm always like, hey buddy, hey buddy. And he's like, nope, no, I don't want to talk to Annie. He does warm up to you normally. Yeah, it, it takes, he just takes a little bit of time. Days. <laughs> I can be at their house for days and Asher's like, please don't make me talk to her. And usually, many BFFs are a sucker for me. It's true. It's but true. not Asher. That, he's a tough, he's a tough sell. On me. <laughs> no, on everybody. Okay, that makes me you. feel a little bit better. It's not okay. just you, but he might also just get a little overwhelmed. And so he just <laughs> he's, you're like, Annie, you're a lot compared to our normal volume in our house. But you're perfect for Easton. Yeah, that's exactly right. right. Oh, I know that's right. Easton and I are on the same page. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Okay, so in the last, maybe was it 2019 when y'all moved into your new house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, July. Okay, tell me, tell me the difference. Your career is really different from the old house and the new house. I think moving house is really interesting because your life changes, but seasons change whether you want them to or not. Yes. What's different about this house from the last house? I'm trying to think what you mean, what my career's different, is it? Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's well, yes, I could stack some things for you, ma'am. <laughs> You've just put out a couple of books since then. <laughs> okay. And also, I just think, I mean, I think your influence is greater. The, the work you do is like 
for so many of us, it's such a huge gift. Thank you. Yeah, well, so when we moved in in July of 2019, we toured together, yeah. which was the last time I was on a stage, was sharing it with you uh-uh. in October of 2019. Yes. Um, and then I got really sick. I have an autoimmune disease. And so I, I would say that's probably what's changed the most. You know, I never forgot why I started what I started, and I never forgot where I had been. Yeah. And always had struggles over the years, but that one obviously was the most intense. Right. Um, so I would say maybe more than anything just that I've kind of been brought back to, like, ground zero in my career, in a sense. Wow. And just really? in terms of, like, my mission and my hope and why I started what I started. And then, yes, I have put out, uh, I've only put out one book. This one came out in 2018, but I have another one coming out in September. Oh, So I wrote another book in the new house. Yes. In the pandemic by We're myself. We're going to talk about the new one. In I my am, kitchen. Yes. Uh, y'all, may, I'm dairy-free, gluten-free, and Danielle, all your recipes are that yeah. are everything free. Yeah. yeah. All the freeze. No. They're, it's, they're very free. <laughs> they're very heavy on vegetable. And, and bacon and meat and, and fruits. Meat. And meat. Yeah. Um, and cassava flour. I don't use cassava, actually. Oh, my be. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, what's the one you want? You use almond flour. Yeah, almond, arrowroot, coconut. So Arrowroot. That's arrow the one root. you have in my My cabinet. belly does not like cassava. No. No. So will you talk a little bit about, I think this is one of the most interesting things you've taught me, is being able to pay attention to how my body actually responds to food. How did you start noticing your body responding to food? Yeah, it's a long story, and I feel like I went through lots of different iterations of the way that I eat now, which is what's all laid out in that one. But I I think really the turning point when I really noticed is I did an elimination diet, and the symptoms that I was currently having, which were very severe symptoms of my autoimmune disease, it's called ulcerative colitis, did the elimination diet. Within 48 hours, my symptoms decreased by 75%. And so that's probably the biggest time where I learned like, oh, what I am putting in my body and what I'm eating is directly affecting my symptoms and started to actually like have to write it all down and kind of look like, because you forget what you eat in a day. I mean, especially as a mom of three, I can tell you the things that I pull from my, I mean, they're not in high chairs anymore, but I'd be cleaning up the kitchen and I'd just be like a bite of this, a bite of this, what's left here, I'm not wasting that. And, and then I think you just, you know, you go through your day and you're busy and you grab something or whatnot. And so I had to actually start writing it down because I, by the end of the day, I'd be like, I don't even know what I had today. So yeah. how am I going to know what's affecting me if I don't remember the things, you know? And, and with an elimination diet too, you're kind of cutting out a big group and then you're adding one in at a time so that you can actually see that correlation. Hey friends, just interrupting one more time to tell you about another amazing partner, Everly Wealth. I love learning and I find the science around health completely fascinating, even more since we have access to experts and testing that can get really personalized and specific. You can find out what you need for your healthier tomorrow with Everly Well. Everly Well is digital healthcare designed for you, all at an affordable and transparent price. With over 30 at-home lab tests, you'll be able to choose the test that makes the most sense for you to get the answers you need, like the women's health test 
Master food sensitivity test. Everly Well also has high quality vitamins and supplements to support your overall health. Choose from a variety of options, including vitamin D3 and omega-3 fish oil. Okay, here's how it works. Everly Well ships products straight to you with everything you need in one package. To take your at-home lab test, you simply collect your sample and use the included prepaid shipping label to mail your test back to a certified lab. Your physician-reviewed results get sent to your phone or device in just days. And you can share the results with your primary care physician to help guide next steps. If you ordered vitamins and supplements, you can start adding them to your daily routine right away. It is so simple, y'all. No wonder over a million people, a million people, including me, have trusted Everly Well to support their health and wellness goals. And you should too. My experience with Everly Well testing was super seamless. And I'm fascinated by knowing more about how to take good care of my body. So I love what they do. And for our That Sounds Fun friends, Everly Well is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash that sounds fun. That's everlywell.com slash that that sounds fun for 20% off your next at-home lab test. Everlywell.com slash that sounds fun. And I've got one last amazing partner to tell you about, Shopify. You know what that means. That's the sound of a sale going through on Shopify, the all-in-one e-commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Did you know? Have you heard me say this? Does this still blow your mind like it still blows my mind? Every 28 seconds, an entrepreneur like you and I make their first sale on Shopify. Shopify gives all of us business owners and entrepreneurs the resources that used to only be available for big businesses. So upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales and stay up to date on all of their numbers. It's so fun to think about all the possibilities for scaling your business. When I got started podcasting in 2014, I had no idea what a journey it would take me on or how it could end up being part of a full-time job and helping lead two companies. I love how Shopify has been a part of that journey for us and how they have the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Just like they do for shopanniefdowns.com, Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale, and they can help you reach customers online and across social networks by staying on top of the ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook and Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. You'll get insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. All that important information business owners need. And I love. I think the stats about all this are incredibly fun. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. So the possibilities really are endless. So go to shopify.com slash sounds fun, all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. So go to shopify.com slash sounds fun right now. Again, that's shopify.com slash sounds fun. And now back to finish up our conversation with Danielle. So in my life, you know, like if I have nothing for two days, I can eat pizza for dinner and it is awesome and it tastes so good. And then it does like make me feel like a tranquilized bear cub for 24 hours. That's I my feel favorite like, thing that you say about Terry it's is so a true. tranquilized just, bear cub. It's just cub. like I, I slump in every way <laughs> because of what it does to me. Are you able to have days like that or do you have to like not, you can't, you can't cheat. I don't like the word cheat I know, I don't food. either. I don't anyway, use it. It's so dumb. I don't use it. Um, yeah. You know, there's certain things. Gluten, I've not had gluten in 12 years. 
unless I've gotten gluten, yeah, which we use oh, as God, a <laughs> at a restaurant, or which I feel like there have been times where I've had like the cross contamination. I by need accident. you to know that I'm not going to tell you what city, but there was a city that made us cookies and told us they were gluten free, and we all got on the bus. We were like, too delicious. No way. <laughs> no way. There ain't a world those were GF. They were too good. Hey, gluten free food can taste good. Yeah, that is but, my mission. <laughs> but Danielle, there's another level when it's got that gluten in there. Here's the deal: sugar. The gluten-free places put just mounds of sugar in their things to try to make it taste really good. So maybe it was gluten-free, but it might have also maybe had like a bag sugar. of sugar. It's maybe maybe it was a high sugar content. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, we we blazed through. Was blazed I with you, those. or this was somewhere here when we toured? No, no, no. Someone somewhere. on this oh, okay. tour, but I okay. won't tell you it was Portland. <laughs> <laughs> but someone on this tour. I mean, Portland's weird. <laughs> keep Portland weird. Keep, keep it weird. Your strangers. Yeah. <laughs> I think how we talk about food really matters. And you've taught me this really beautifully too. Like we don't talk about cheating when yeah. we're eating and we don't talk about like good food and bad. You don't even really talk about good food and bad food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I first started, <laughs> I titled, well, I titled my company Against All Grain, yeah. which we talked about this on the last time I was on. I was, all grains. was very against it. But it started to feel negative after a certain amount of years. And I was like, I really just want to focus on the positive. And I would do interviews and people will be like, what can't you eat? And I remember, you know, listing all these things and they'd kind of look at you and be like, well, what's left? And when I started to actually... You're like broccoli. <laughs> when I started to actually go through the list of things that I could eat, I realized, like, actually, that's a pretty substantial list of things. Yeah. And then when I started creating recipes and writing cookbooks and realizing, like, I actually can make cookies and cupcakes and pies and breads and, you know, savory, like, delicious dinners, I tried to really switch my focus onto the things that I still could eat. And then I really tried to focus, and that's why I cut titled the book Food Saved Me as opposed to like food is killing me. Because <laughs> food, colon, the death of me. <laughs> I mean, may have sold more copies, you know, yeah. those titles <laughs> that like get you. Um, but I really try to focus on that food is healing and that God created food to actually nourish our bodies and that he also created our bodies to be able to heal themselves. Yeah. And that food is a huge tool of that. And so it, to try to keep my brain healthy because this is a lifestyle for me and it's not a diet. And I don't count calories and I don't yet talk. I don't, I don't want to yeah. villainize the food, but also in the same you know, vein, I do know that if I eat certain foods, I'm going to get very sick. But yes. yeah, it's, it's a tough, it's a daily battle and it's, this is my career and this is my life and I still struggle with it. So I Does feel like everybody's it's fair. body hate some food. Like do all of us hate something. <laughs> Does food comma okay, but wait. kill all of us? <laughs> but switch. Sorry. What foods are healing for our bodies and help? Does get everyone <laughs> have foods? I can't do it. Do we all have foods we're allergic to? I know? think that if you are living daily with symptoms of some sort, whether yeah. it's migraines or joint pain, or you have an autoimmune disease, or you have inflammation, or you're not sleeping well, then yes, there is some sort of a food that you are eating, or potentially something environmentally, like that you know you're ingesting or being around, yeah. but that your body does not like. I do. I think, I think there are certain food groups that are really great places to start if you're just like, something's wrong with me. Every doctor that I've seen isn't helping. The medications that I'm taking are either making things worse or just not helping, or I have tons of side effects from them. I think there's a few grains, gluten, which would be included if you cut grains, yeah. dairy, 
and like processed sugars and processed foods would be the first ones to Do you remember when I sent you a picture of my belly? Wait, do I? I mean, I hadn't had gluten in a long time. And I was like, Danielle, am I pregnant with a gluten baby? (laughs) I do. (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) I do remember that. It was weird, right? Yeah, you've sent lots of pictures of of just things over the years. Usually when you're eating. (laughs) It sounds... A lot of directions. Do you know that my favorite, so this, I might need to go back now. My favorite thing to do in my phone is to go to the, you know, the little folder. Oh, where yeah. you can see all the pictures. Yes. And like all the gifts, gifs, whatever yes, you call them. That we've sent each That other. you've sent over the years. <laughs> Ryan, my husband worked, worked. He actually just left Apple. And he got me new phones a lot. Yeah. And I was always like, do not delete my text pictures. Like right. those are very important right. to me. And he's like, you should be saving them to the cloud, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, <laughs> they're in my text. So right. I'm going to go look at, I'm going to okay. go look at that. Tell me the response to Food Save Me. What's it been like for people to read your story? Subtitle, My Journey of Finding Health and Hope Through the Power of Food. What's it been like when people have been reading it? It has been amazing to see. Um, You know, it's one of those ones that's been a a slower roll than a cookbook. And and I kind of knew that that was going to be the case, plus I launched it in a pandemic, which is always difficult. But I knew and felt when I was writing it that it would end up in the hands of the people who needed it when they needed it, you know? And it's like that, my story has been being written, you know, long before, but when I was diagnosed for almost 12 years ago, and people get diagnosed with an autoimmune disease every day, every minute. There's 50 million Americans alone that have autoimmune, and a lot of them haven't heard or know that food could be a vital tool in their healing journey. And so the people who have read it the biggest thing and why I wanted to write it was that they would feel like this. Like I was sitting across from them at a table and just saying, I know what you're going through. I understand what it feels like. I've been there. It's not an easy, you know, foolproof road and it will be bumpy and you might have setbacks, but you can't let it get you and you can't let it rule your life. And that is, has been the feedback that I've heard, just that people feel less alone in their journey. And and that's why I wrote it. And you write so much about your family, about your children, that, yeah. about Ayla, your daughter that yeah. you lost, about you and Ryan. I mean, it's just like, it's amazing it's how you wrap your life into the whole thing. So I loved it. Thank I just wanted you. you to, I think I've said that to your face. Well, you have. Not to my face, because we haven't face. seen each other since February Hi. of 2020. I know. <laughs> but you're spending how many days of this month in Nashville? Oh, like half the month. I know, it's going to be great. I mean, I'm not there, but I hope you you're have a there, great time. You're there for some of it. I'm in California. You're in California. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, you're going to go... But then I'll yeah. see you at the end, uh, yeah, when we come yeah. back. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good luck. I hope you have a great time there. Thanks. <laughs> Go to Lady Bird Taco. Do you know this interesting thing? The guy who runs Lady Bird Taco is allergic to gluten. He's like, what's the real gluten one? Celiac. Yep. Yeah. And he... <laughs> the real gluten one. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like, uh, one of our coworkers, Danielle and I uh, share a team that works with both of us, says she's gluten... Sensitive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something even funnier than that. It's like, I'm gluten unstable. She's like that. It's like something really funny. He is celiac and he makes the best flour tortillas in Nashville. He has never tasted one. He has amazing goes on smell and on feel. Yeah, you know, it's really hard to be a recipe creator and not be able to 
taste, taste the original. So when I first started, I would, and I'd call it like R&D, research and development. Certainly. I'd be like, just a couple bites. And then I realized that just a couple bites is like ripping the Band-Aid off of my disease yes. every single time and not yes. allowing it to heal. But it's tough. So like I created biscuits and gravy for that book and you guys taste it. And I it. taste, I was her, t- she was like, does this taste like I'm biscuits I'm like, you're from the like, South. Yes. I'm from California. I have never had biscuits and gravy yes. in my life. And I wanted to, like, I really want to go try all those things, but there's, there's no options, yes. unfortunately. I mean, there's, there are options. Which cookbook is that one in? That one. Is that one in? It, it is an evil yeah. you love. Okay. Yeah. Y'all, that, the biscuits and gravy are legit. They are so good. You have a new cookbook coming out in September. Will you tell us about it? Yeah, it's called Healthy in a Hurry. I think it's my best cookbook yet. I'm very, 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 very excited about it. I, I mean, the I, because it's in a hurry. And one of the things about some of your recipes is it may take some time. Because you may have to soak a nut, an almond, for eight days. And then you can use it Throw the almond to make tree. a paste and then, yes, yes. for your sandwich. <laughs> no. And sometimes I don't have, last Tuesday, I don't think about the peanut butter and jelly sandwich. But the next one is going to be in a hurry. That's speaking my love language, Danielle. I know. Well, and mine too, because I'm working full time and yes. have three kids. And I wrote it, like I said, I wrote it during like shelter in place. Like yeah. I, we were stuck in our houses. I didn't have anybody in the kitchen helping me. I felt like, and on any moms out there, I mean, the amount of food the four other humans in my house went through during those like first few months stuck at home, I don't Constant understand snacking. where it went. Like, really? I mean, they were home from school and I swear, I mean, we pack lunches and send them off, but the amount of food we went through and then we couldn't get groceries. And oh, then I, right. I mean, it was just, so I started writing the recipes and just thought like, we actually are home more than ever. So technically I should have more time to cook, but somehow I don't have yeah. more time to cook. But then I also want to be cooking for my family because like we're trying to stay healthy and we're at home. And also our DoorDash delivery bill went like sky high when we first were stuck I can't talk home. about it, what I've done. No. Yeah. Uh, I Someone a boat, I'm sure, <laughs> with the amount of DoorDash I did. Yes. So I wrote the recipes in that time and, and also just thinking about when we actually got to go back to life and sports took yeah. like back up and school. And so, yeah, the recipes are all healthy, but, you know, done. A lot of them are 30 minutes or less. Instant pot, like one sheet pan, um, tons of one skillet meals. There's some no-cook recipes. Um, Do you hear the people? They're very interested. So, Danielle. Yes. Because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. Being here, first of yeah. all. First time out, like, with a group of people, which I'm so thrilled. <laughs> um, but being in Nashville for, like, half of the month. I I'm know. taking Kezi on a girl's trip on Monday. Yes. Just the two of us, my four-and-a-half-year-old. And then the whole family is going. And so that's what is sounding fun. I cannot wait. I can't wait. We're going to go to a baseball game. Yes. And I, you're going to win Asher over. That's yeah, what yeah, I, yeah. She was like, Asher, backstage <laughs> she said, Asher can't wait to go to a baseball game with you. I was like, really? She was like, well, I guess. I haven't, I haven't told him yet, but he's going to love it. <laughs> That's not how this goes. I'm not purposely goes. trying to plan things during the weeks to make that him love will, you. Yeah, thank he you. He will connect with you on baseball. It has been almost eight years that we've been yeah. friends, mm-hmm. and I have not gotten him yet. So... Let's give it another go. You were playing Lego with him when he, I mean, this, the, the problem is, is it's few and far between. We see each other right, a lot. Right. You just haven't seen him right, as much. So right. baseball is his language. Right. He will okay. be good. We'll do it. I'm very stoked about the new cookbook. I can't thank wait. You. And Food Save Me is such a good read. So thank thanks you. for writing it. Thank will y'all you. please thank Danielle Walker for joining us? Thank you. Oh, you guys. 
Aren't they just the best? Danielle is awesome. So, okay, get your copy of Danielle's memoir, Food Saved Me, and go ahead and pre-order her new cookbook, Healthy in a Hurry, that comes out on September 6th. I'll tell you, this is a cookbook that makes me want to get in the kitchen, and you know that is saying a lot. Also, make sure you check out MicahTyler.com for Micah's tour dates near you, and make sure you're streaming your music wherever you love to listen. Give them both a follow on social media if you don't already. Tell them thanks for coming on tour with us, and thanks for being on the show today. Uh, These shows are making me so happy reliving those live tour dates. I love you, Columbus. Y'all showed up so big for us. And I love you, Sacramento. Y'all laughed, and especially while we made that ranch dressing. I'm so grateful. If you need anything else from me, y'all know I'm embarrassingly easy to find. Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you, and I will do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is getting back to work. Today is my first day back after my summer Sabbath, and I am happy to be here. Y'all, have a great week. We'll see you back here on Thursday with another tour show featuring, you know it, our good buddy Eddie Koffeltz and Bianca Oltoff. We'll see y'all then.